Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Failure. A word that is used to scare the living hell out of creators everywhere. Failure. A word that just exists as the opposite of success. Failure. Something that you will see a whole lot of. Failure is what we're going to discuss today because it is now time for Welcome to the J-Mat Show here on K360 Radio. Hey, J360 Legion, how's it going? Welcome to the J-Man Show here for episode 112. I am your man, J-Man, of course, or you can otherwise call me Jay. <laughs> so how's it going, y'all? <laughs> we finally made it. I hope the shuffle wasn't too confusing. I know some people were like, hey, isn't your show supposed to be on Wednesday? But instead, you managed to get a mini bite. And for those of you that love the mini bites, you're probably wondering what the hell happened Tuesday. Well, I'll tell you. J360 TV is a huge project, ladies and gentlemen. It is something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time because I miss the video format. Don't, don't kid me wrong. I love the radio format. It is always a passion project for me. But you see, I like radio and TV. I also like film and I'm working on that too. So we have a lot of things coming up, but right now everything's working out pretty well with radio. I figured why not take us back to TV? I mean, after all, we've been around since 2006. Granted, we were at the lowest of the low, I think. No, no, no. We managed to get 100 subscribers, but hopefully we can get more than that with this one. After all, I got a whole new channel and a whole new set of things to do and plenty of stuff to talk about. But, you know, I managed to drop some hints on what this episode was about, and it's about several things, but it's all combined into one. And that one thing is failure. Let me ask you this. Have you failed? And if so, how often? And are you still failing? You're probably thinking about this all the way through. It it varies amongst people. But let me tell you something. If you're walking through life and you say that you've never failed one time, you are a liar. And you want to know how you're a liar? Because at the same time, you don't want nobody to know when you were at your lowest of the low, when you were at your weak point. We have all failed. Every single one of us have. When I started J360 all the way back in 2006, oh, believe you me, I failed. I failed horribly. (laughs) Matter of fact, I I was a 19-year-old with a book and a videotape camera. Let me tell you something. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And not only that, people thought I was strange and thought I needed to go ahead and get my head examined because, you know, the filmmaking industry being the way it is, or the whole entertainment industry in general, you know, it can either be too hard, too tough, or you'll just never make it in. And people love to go ahead and regurgitate that stuff, right? Don't normal people love to go after you when you're being creative or when you're trying to be outside of the norm? Because at the end of the day, that's something they never participated to do. They never even thought about doing it. But because you said something, it's something that you're passionate about. Oh yeah, they have a problem with it, right? You see what I'm saying? So, And this can come through any sort of form. It comes through the people that love you the most at first. 
I mean, sure, granted, you'll have strangers come up and be like, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, it's tough, uh, uh, good luck and all that stuff. They'll, they'll say that and they'll pass by. But the ones that love you, if they know that you are putting your heart and soul in this stuff, and for a while there, they think, oh, it's okay. You know, he'll probably grow out of it. Uh, she'll probably not even think about being an agent or, you know, oh, you're just trying to be a writer. I, I see. I see. Oh, so you want to be an author and all that stuff. Isn't it kind of tough? I mean, don't you have to be where the publishers are in order to go ahead and be a part of the writing process? I mean, who do you talk to? Who do you interview and all that kind of stuff? Now, do I sound like a pretentious patsy jerk when I say all that stuff? Is that familiar to a lot of y'all in the creative field? Because if it is, and I know it is, chances are you probably heard that from either your parents, your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents. Of course, your grandparents probably believe in you anyway because their job is to spoil the hell out of you. If your parents are the ones that are supposed to say, hey, let's dress an anchor to that ass so you don't go nowhere. If all that sounds familiar to you, trust me, you're not alone. There are people out here who are going through that on a daily basis. Even J-Man. Oh, yeah, I hear it all the time, you know? Like, whenever I go to, like, my parents for family dinners and stuff like that, oh, yeah, I always hear about my sister getting her promotion or getting somewhere in life. Or I hear about, you know, even my eldest nephew getting somewhere in his life. I hear about it all the time. Is it annoying as hell? To a point. But, you know, they'll never hear about my job unless, uh... They need something, or unless, like, you know, I get a raise, which I did get a raise, but I ain't telling nobody about it. I told y'all first, but they probably listen to this show, and they'll be like, oh my god, you got a raise in and tell us? Yeah, because you're not getting a percentage of it. I guarantee it. Matter of fact, I wouldn't share that with anybody else. So, I shared it with everybody now. But yeah, little successes like that, oh, that don't compare to the idea of somebody else in your family succeeding, getting a master's. Uh, my oldest, One of my oldest brothers is actually getting his doctorate. But it seemed like everybody's mile ahead of you, right? See, at the end of the day, none of that stuff impresses me. It's good that they're doing that stuff, and I'm happy for all of them. I really am. But you see, I spend the most time with myself. And as far as I'm concerned, with all the hell that I've went through to get to this point... And a lot of the changes that I've made, I've succeeded in other areas. But I had to take the biggest failures I could at my 20s, go right back into my own. I lost my job. I've been without a job for three of like four years at one time. College wasn't even finished to the point. Like, I mean, I've been down and out, son. But not to the point where I did drugs or alcohol or any of that stuff. No, 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 no. Got too much self-respect for myself. I can't do that. But I do know that I really, really hit the dirt a bunch of times. And that shit hurts. Yeah, this is an uncensored episode. I don't even care about that right now. It sucks. It really fucking sucks. And the truth is, is that you get tired of it. You get tired of people trying to tell you what to do. You get tired of people trying to supersede past you. You get tired of people trying to have everyone on a pedestal, and you're still reaching for your pedestal, but everybody wrote you off, and they're doing what they can to make sure you not get that pedestal. All because, at the same time, we are taught at an early age to fear failure. I mean, when we are in grade school, the one letter that we're afraid to get is an F. And the thing about getting an F is, you got to understand... What led to getting an F? You know what I'm saying? 
Could it be that you didn't study enough? Could it be that it was the subject material and none of these self-righteous jerks took the time to help you? I remember growing up, I used to have problems in math. But eventually, I seeked and found the right help to get me through that. And you see, like, even with college math, which I'm going to take again because, hey, I failed again. Because it was rough. You know what I'm saying? Along with fighting to get my job back and everything else, summer 2009, teen, was a bit of a pain in the ass. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I had a really, I really had to deal with a lot of crap this summer. In addition to making time for the movies. In addition to doing J360 Radio and building J360 TV. That part of my life there, dealing with uh, family, friends, and all that kind of stuff, it can be a real killer sometimes. Because nobody's talking about you in a big way. Or they kind of wrote you off, or they kind of said, Oh, you know, I don't think he's really, really making a business, blah, blah, blah. As far as I'm concerned, I am. Quite a bit of my stuff is monetized, and I'm out here sales pitching, trying to work with everybody, got my stuff lined up, have a huge portfolio, and it's getting bigger, and I'm learning different types of technology to stay competitive. And at the same time, I have to go ahead and make sure that none of this stuff comes in and distracts me so that I don't do so hot. You know what I mean? So that I don't do so hot in college courses. The whole thing that happened this year was distractions. Because your parents can do it. Your loved ones can do it. Your friends can do it. Anyone out there that's in your circle group, social group I should say, can be providing a distraction. Just like when I'm flubbing up my words there. Don't you feel a little distracted? That was the test. You can be distracted by anything. And people still will tell you they love you and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I don't think you should invest in this anymore. I don't think you should do all this hard working. But here's the thing, right? See, when I started J360 Radio, it was tough. I didn't need or went to a course to learn how to do this. I practiced on my own. I stayed focused. I wanted to be in this industry. I want to be a broadcaster. So I decided to become one. I wanted to be a filmmaker, so I decided to become one. I wanted to be a writer, same principle. I decided to become one. I didn't ask anybody if it was okay for me to do any of this stuff, especially my parents. I don't ask anybody for anything because I know that I am capable, qualified, and passionate enough to get all this stuff done. Now, a lot of people try to rag on creators for asking for money. I can understand. It really depends on the type of creator and how their work looks. And as I say, the type of creator, because you got some people, they'll tell you there's a project, there's a project, there's a project, but you never see that project being built. You see them sitting there giving you an excuse. And if you are a consumer that is not so conscientious and are willing to give your money out like that, you're the problem. You need to recheck yourself. Whereas me, myself, Whereas me, myself, I will show you that I'm building J360 TV. I will show you that I'm building a new project. I will show you as many, many times through the process that you're going to get a quality product to see. And it's something that you should invest in. You see what I'm saying? Because I have that much integrity. 
that I will go ahead and prove my work to you. I'm not in this for free money. I'm not trying to steal anything. Matter of fact, the only thing I'm doing is acquiring viewership. Simply by staying focused on what I want to do and keeping myself together every time. Showing you every week. Pretty much the basis of the show is me surviving through a madcap world while still pushing and focusing for my dreams. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I had to fail to succeed. Sure, I failed in my 20s. But since I'm 32, there's a whole new road ahead. And I pushed myself back up. And I managed to get where I need to be. I got on Dean's list several times. And I'm going to graduate next year. Because I'm not going to let people distract me anymore. I'm not going to let that want and need. Like, honestly, the problems with my parents from time to time, they get in my way. Nowadays, it doesn't get in my way because I know what it is and I check it every time. Because in order for me to be a success, I have to take notes of these failures and I have to push myself away from them. I have to be like, you know what? There are other people you can throw that stuff on. They got their own fears about where I turn out. But see, the thing is, much like anybody else out here, control is the problem. And they can't control me. They couldn't control me even when I was in my 20s. And they damn sure can't control me now. The only one that can control me is me. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm ready for the rest of this stuff. I'm ready for the risk. I'm ready to play the game. I'm ready to make deals. And you get better at it every time. And you see, the problem is you got so many people out here that are so afraid of failure. Even at the sight of it, they will go in that fetal position quick. They'll fall right apart. They won't even try again. And that goes to all aspects of life. Like, even dating. Like, see, I had problems talking to my mom. Speaking to my mom, relating to my mom. I mean, like, you guys don't know this, but you're going to know now. Young J-Man was kind of an asshole. But not without merit. Not without standing up to people that wronged him. Not without saying, you know what? Your narrative doesn't match my narrative. I could care less about your narrative. But you see, the thing about it is I would stand up to those kind of people because they were wrong. And then there were times where my mom wouldn't side with me, would side with the wrong people and neglect me from time to time. You see what I'm saying? And because of that kind of stuff, it messed up my whole dating life. And the truth is, is that like I've had some good dates, I had some good relationships, but I had a whole lot of crap relationships too. And there were times I did not agree with any of the ladies I dealt with. You see what I'm saying? But it's something I had to push from. And then I had to rethink to myself because it's like this. If you don't get any of that respect from your mother, see, like, me and my mom have that layer of respect now, but it took a lot of time to get there. And I had to point out all of her things and she had to point out a lot of mine. Not counseling, counseling, but, you know, we actually took the time to talk, hash it out. You see, the thing is, is that after a while, I got over it. You know, my past shouldn't really dictate my future. And I really need to focus on the present so that I have a pretty good future. So I start talking to the ladies a lot better. I start being a little bit more of who I really am. And things start to even out. But at the same time, I also know self-serving bitches out there 
that always got something for you because they went through a bad relationship, had a bad time with their father or all these other horrible things that have happened to them that they didn't take the time to resolve. You see what I'm saying? And you see, there are a lot of other people out there who probably have worse than I did and they didn't take the time to resolve that problem either, but they're sitting there and they're throwing it on other people. Now, I know a lot of y'all seen Jessica Jones where she went after that woman that wanted to kill off people who were gifted. And then she pretty much called her out on her stuff. So you're going to dump down your pain on somebody. What kind of asshole are you? And boy, when she checked that bitch, I feel the same way about checking a lot of y'all out there. Who the hell are y'all to judge anybody? No, 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 not talking to y'all on the J360 Legion. I'm talking to those out here who judge people on the daily and think that their lives are so much better than other people and still want to try to hold people down when they are more insecure than anybody. Who the hell are they? What is going on in your life that is so much better that when other people that are willing to make that stand for themselves and pretty much are at the proving grounds and going to work their way to the top, you think you can dump down on them? You think you can go ahead and punch down on them? I'll have you know it's like a boxing game. You might throw a punch, but chances are I'm going to parry and counterpunch you right in the jaw and you might be made of glass. And the chances are I'm going to win out because I don't stop. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference between me and most people out here and a lot of you creators out there and a lot of y'all in the J360 Legion. You're just as capable as me. You're just as capable as anybody. So don't let failure and people and your past problems and all that kind of stuff dump you down. And if you're going through the process, and, you know, honestly, I'll I'll be real. I hate dating. I don't like what dating's become. I don't like how modern dating has just become a a punchline for people. I don't like how when you use Tinder, they try to make it seem like, oh, well, you're pathetic for doing that. Like Plenty of Fish and OkCupid and Match.com and what's the other one? Uh, uh, eHarmony. Like, they're any better. You see, a lot of times people depend on algorithms in hopes of finding their perfect match. But here's the thing. You can't find your perfect match unless you've really taken the time to get to know who you are as a person. Because you can't find no happiness in other people. Sure, they add to it. But when you think about it, that other person's got more screwed up stuff than you probably do. And you're already in a toxic spiral right there because you don't know how to deal with your own emotions yet. And while you got that situation going on, It's a chaotic clusterfuck, and that's your problem. You see what I'm saying? That's why you have nobody to blame but yourself at that point. If you end some of that chaotic mess, and there's a lot of bad people out here. There's a lot of people out here who just want to see the world burn, and they want to go ahead and go after anybody they can and try to put them under their thumb and try to ram something up your ass so they got you all under their control and everything else. And for those of you that got out of those situations, I commend you. More power to you. But if you're still in that healing process, do not try to date again right now. Try later. And then everybody else, like, you got that one person that sits there that's hurt, but they'll go ahead and they'll explain to you, like, oh, yeah, you know, that's why I don't do that anymore. It's a waste of time. It's yada, 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 yada. I will say this. Shut your lonely ass up. While you make a defining point, I'm going to tell you direct, shut up. You gave up. I did not. I'm going to try again. And then that's that point where you say, you know what? I'm ready to get hurt again because guess what? 
Regret is a horrible thing. You didn't try again. Somebody ruined the game a little bit. So what? Go ahead and do it again. Have any of you ever worked at a job? You're going to have good days, and you're going to have bad days, and you're going to have WTF kind of days. And that goes for all aspects of life, whatever industry you're into, whatever. Anything can happen to you. You are promised those days. But you got to pull it together. This is where strength comes in. This is where resolve comes into play. I'll be damned if I'm going to let anything at my 9 to 5 job put me in a hole, make me feel like I'm inferior to them or any of that other stuff. My team lead is a jerk, a lazy jerk, and I'm not afraid to admit it, even if he listens to this show or any of my shows. I have no regret in saying that because it is true. But I will never find myself getting put in a hole by him or people like him. I admit that. Or anybody else out here that think that their shit don't stink. And it's really disgusting to me that we are in this chaotic mess in our lifetime with multiple mass shootings, racism at an all-time high, a guy who pretends to be president of the United States, and I do say pretend, and everybody still will go and defend this person, along with you got all these other people that are alt-right, alt-left, alt-get the hell out of my way. I don't care. The point is you can't go ahead and condemn people for trying to do the right thing, whereas at the same time you're going to throw this jerk in front of us And he's going to be president for those that he's comfortable being president for. You understand that, right? He don't care about the middle class or any of the people who are beneath the middle class. It's the 1% rich that is around there, and that's a problem. But while we're still doing finger points at each other, we're not keeping an eye on the elites and those that are making stupid money right now. A lot of y'all are still mad at Jay-Z for actually owning a football team, right? And I'm going to go ahead and delve into that on the Cyclone series. But for right now, same principle. A lot of y'all were mad at him because he had Beyonce. The list goes on and on. But as I look at it, though, I realize you're always going to be hated for success anyway. I'm not looking at Jay-Z as inspiration. He was never inspiration for me anyway. He was inspiration for a lot of y'all out there. And I can't denounce you for liking him. Because there, there are moments where he's okay. You know what I'm saying? In small doses, for me. But then there are other people out here, other people who are on YouTube. Remember YouTube? YouTube used to be a place of free speech. Not so much anymore, but it, well, depending on who you talk to, it can be. Because some people haven't given up the fight. Some people want to stay in there and whatever uh, Auntie Auntie, uh, not Sarah, Auntie Susan has to say because they don't want to be demonetized. Yet you look at Patreon, you look at selling merch, you look at other ways. Hell, you can even get a job and do it part-time. I mean, after all, that's what I'm doing, but maybe it's not a smart thing to do, right? (laughs) No, that's bullshit. That is a smart thing to do. The crazy thing is, is that you got people that stay in that situation because they are so afraid and they have to be like everyone because that's what all people want to be. They want to be liked by everyone. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing about me. If you don't like the J-Man show and you like the Cyclone better, that's fine. If you don't like uh, the J-Man show, you like J360 Radio Live a little bit better, or you like the J360 Mini Bites better, that's okay. That's called freedom of choice. If you like Alan better than me, once again, freedom of choice. I don't care. Because I have my fans, 
and I have people that I connect with and I network with and I keep going. And that's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to dating, yeah, chances are it might not work out. So what? I just got to be honest with myself and just keep moving forward. Never look back. Play it day by day for a change. Don't stick too much in one one basket. Like, there's a girl I like. I'm making the moves, but I do it day by day. She's a content creator herself. But the point is, is that, you know, she's doing all right for herself. I got male fans, and I have to deal with it. Can't be jealous, because I got female fans. We'll see what happens on that side of the spectrum. It could go one or two ways, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. But you got people out there who are so immature and woefully so that they will put these people on a pedestal. Other YouTube content creators, they're just regular people. I mean, sure, they got in early and they managed to make their money and people have given them money and continue to give them money, even though they probably are a shit human being on the inside and whatever. Can you really knock them down? Because here's the thing, you help them grow. We as a society are very interesting because, say like, this this episode alone could probably demonetize me for a long time, could probably blackball me, and I anticipate it. But the thing is, is that somebody else goes ahead and does something similar to what I'm doing right now, or pretty much just show how full-blown ignorant they are to everything, and just pretty much uh, tell you what you want to hear, or go on this tangent to try to be edgy, Because that is where we are as a country right now, because mass PTSD, or whatever they want to call it, they will elevate that person. Because that is the views. Controversy builds cash, right? The views right there. Nothing honest or truthful here. No real context at all. But that person will get built up. Because people like that edginess. They like all that stuff. I mean, it's shown in a Black Mirror episode, 15 million credits, where, you know, after the main character said his spiel and that rant towards Rupert Everett, and one of the most times that Rupert Everett has ever seen like a real douche, (laughs) you know, he ended up getting his own show where he started doing the rants all the time, but you can see they weren't really heartfelt. They were just commercialized. Because it's all about the attention. And you see, because of the attention, there ain't no real respect there. It's attention. And we keep paying attention to these kind of people. We elevate them on that status. And then after a while, you know why we do that stuff, why we have crap content everywhere, why we have reality TV all over the place, instead of crucial, strong shows that tell a story, because it makes us feel better about ourselves. We can wake up satisfied that whoever's getting exploited, because it's never really anything other than exploitation, we're, we're, we're smarter and better off than they are. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not me doing that kind of stuff. I feel good. Yeah, I can go about the rest of my humdrum lifestyle now because this person here is acting a fool. And then if somebody else is acting a fool, I can whip out my phone and film that and then get my channel some views because I need those views. That way so I can go ahead and get into the criteria to be verified and to be monetized so I can be a success all my own because, you know, I need to get to that point where I don't want to work anymore or have to work anymore. So guess what? World star. And that's how stupid the human race is right now. 
Because I remember somebody trying to film me about something after one of my coworkers went off on a tangent. And I said to that, I said, bruh, film him. Don't film me. All right? I will happily sue your ass. That's the truth. Because at the end of the day, you know, I don't ask to be filmed. I'm not going to be filmed. And I'm not in the public domain. And that other person that tried to do some filming, he was a coworker too. And could have got fired for it. But let me tell you, all these things come out of nowhere. And you got people that sit there and they don't like criticism, but they want to be in a broadcasting format. Where the hell did they figure that they are not allowed to be criticized? You're going to be criticized no matter what. Anything you do can lead to being criticized. You might need to get over yourself about this. You might need to. You're not untouchable. Especially on the internet. Social media has made it so that anybody can interact with anybody. And while we sit here, we always try to be in our ivory tower. And we always try to act like we're above people because we create content. And let me tell you something. You still got a longer way to go. And while you're at it, once you're up there because you love the view at the top, There are people out there that try to drag you down. There are people out there that try to distract you, try to pull you in a bum deal, try to go ahead and have a feud with you because, hey, it'll make me popular in the end. There's a lot of trash out here. And it's sad. No. It's depressing. And then after a while, you get tired of it. Then you start thinking about quitting. Then you start thinking about, you know what? Ain't nobody going to change around here and stuff. Ain't nobody going to be about anything other than their own ego. Then you start thinking about quitting. And believe me, I had my thoughts. Viewership was low. And I didn't want to do it anymore. But then episode 10 came around and things started to change a little bit. And then, you know what, I wasn't afraid to pick up the keyboard and actually write some scripts. Actually put some things together. I'm not afraid to go ahead and do any of those things. Because you know what? You get five listeners, that's better than zero. You get ten listeners, that's better than five. And so on and so forth. But then you realize when you quit, right? When you quit, you're no closer to that end goal anyway than you were when you started first. And as I make money doing the things that I love to do, I'm not going to change from being who I am. My ego probably will try to say a bunch of things, but... Luckily for me, I have it in check, and not only that, as soon as I use that stuff wrong, I know the humble effect's just waiting to come right there and kick me in the mouth. And we all know, if you're a long-time listener of the J-Man Show, you know what the humble effect is. That's that moment where, like, no matter how powerful I am, that's my kryptonite. (laughs) That is pretty much anybody's kryptonite. When something comes in and something completely goes wrong or whatever shows up, And it puts you in that spot where you're down in that hole again. Just to show you that you're not too far off than you thought you were. That's the humble effect. It will kick your ass. And luckily, it gums for everybody. All these big time celebrities and stuff like that that we weigh up. Like Cardi B, when she had her meltdown. Uh... Pretty much that one time when that Beyonce concert went wrong, uh, when Iggy Azalea fell off the stage, when Ariana Grande got checked 
for being ignorant as hell, the whole thing goes on. Because at one point, that person went over their boundary. Or like when somebody's YouTube channel gets canceled for the right reasons. Or like that whole thing that happened on Twitch after they had to formally apologize to Ninja because of what they were doing to his page. And end up showing some porn. <laughs> it's the humble effect. Comes for everybody. But I'm going to tell you the number one thing is though. In addition to distractions. Regrets. Just think. At one time. You probably wouldn't have had. The J-Man show. You wouldn't have had. J360 radio to listen to. You wouldn't have had. Any of these things. Had I listened to everybody and not do it. For those of you that saw J360 Productions when we made the first three short films, you wouldn't have had those. Have I really listened to everybody? But you see, it's moments like that where I'm hard of hearing. And the only thing I'm focusing on is my end goal. And I'm in tunnel mode because I want to be a filmmaker. Because I want to be a content creator. Because I want to do all these things. And if I make money doing it, I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Because I deserve to make money doing what I love to do. And I have everyone that has helped me along the way to thank for that. And you might feel like you're the odd person out. You might feel like, you know, chances are things are not coming together for me. Uh, you might feel like... See, but there's no there's no safe space. There's no puppy room to go to. There's none of those things. You either toughen up enough or you realize that you are good enough. And you just realize this. You lost one round, but you got more rounds to fight. See what I'm saying? So you get knocked down. But you pick yourself back up. You don't stay there on the ground and stuff. That's what Captain Marvel should have taught you all that, but... You know, hell, anybody that, anybody out here that has resolve and has everything to gain and nothing to lose, much like me, nothing can beat you but yourself. And quite a lot of these people have those mental defects where they're not taking the time to really process and find help, get where they need to be, pull themselves together. If you got to take a break from social media, do it. Your real fans will be there for you when you get back. But hell, after a while, you know, even when I censored myself for a little bit of time, I'm not doing it today because it's from the heart. Fuck censorship right now. You understand what I'm saying? Fuck people that sit there and try to curb what you have to say. If it's something you have to say, say it. If they're offended, let them be offended. You can't do nothing about other people's reactions to things. They are the ones that are going to have to deal with it. They're the ones that are going to have to seek help about it. Because just because they're offended doesn't mean they're right. And every comic will tell you that. And it's up to us to keep those things alive. Like, I don't care about Instagram. I don't care about Facebook. I don't care about Twitter. I don't care about any of these vague-ass ways that they try to verify people either. Because that, that's just another thing that stimulates the ego. I don't give a damn. But as long as I'm still here, I'm still making J360 Productions. I'm still making J360 Radio. And you're going to get a J-Man show every week. Except for when I have to do stuff for college or I have to do double duty at the 9 to 5. And that's all that really matters. 
But as for regrets and distractions, they're a part of life, but they don't have the right to control your life. And you better remember that if you're going to be in this game. And those of you out there that are struggling and trying, we were promised these days. Doesn't matter what gender you are or how you identify yourself, but we were promised days of stress, of trying times, of times where it seemed like everybody's ahead of us and we're just prodding along to get where we need to be. Not all that wanders is lost. Pull yourself together and then go for what you love. Otherwise, you're going to wake up and you're too old. You're going to be in a home somewhere or you're going to be out in the street somewhere or all that other stuff. But if you don't want that to happen, then don't let it happen. And if it does happen, then rebound from it. There are so many ways and so, so many times that you can go ahead and change this stuff around. And I have faith in you. And I'm sure a lot of other people out there have faith in you too. But that's all I have for you all. And that's episode 112. Episode 113 will be around next week. And I hope you all take care of yourselves. And we will be going back to a regular schedule soon. Yeah, pretty much next week. But I want to give a few shout-outs. I want to shout-out to uh, the Jay and Silent Eric show. I want to shout-out to the Wafflecast. They did a Digest episode this week. So, you know, big shout-outs to them. Uh, Cult 45 podcast, Home Video Hustle podcast. Hey, speaking of which, I need a guest star on some of these. Uh, rambling, uh, r- uh, random ramblings with Rob <laughs> and uh, Nerd Rage Podcast, and of course, everybody else in the Potter and family. So, you all take it easy. This is the J Man signing off. Peace.